Hey, this is Scott Lockhart with the Beat Your Bad Habit podcast series. This is our very first episode. Have you ever felt like every time you make a positive change or you set yourself a new goal and you're starting to make progress, that over time you start to feel bad about your decision making, you start to relapse back into your bad patterns, and then you eventually end up right back where you started. And no matter how many times you try a different technique or a different program, maybe a different product. At first, there's initial excitement. Things seem to be going really well, but then eventually uh, we, we find we're giving up and we're quitting over and over and over again. And eventually we begin to believe there's something wrong with us uh, and that we're never gonna change. And so what can we actually do about this? How can we actually meet those goals and stay consistent and most importantly, feel good while doing it? If that interests you, stay tuned and we're going to talk all about this. So during this episode of the podcast, what I really want to help you with is to give you a better understanding of what's kind of going on. What are the underlying issues of what's causing you to not follow through on your goals and your commitments? How can we actually get rid of some of those bad behaviors, bad patterns and habits in our life and replace them with good positive changes so that we can start doing the things we really wanna do. Maybe for you that's starting a business, maybe it's getting some better sleep so you're not so tired all the time. You know, that way you can be more attentive and caring for your children. So no matter what walk of life you're in, whether you're a student, you're a parent, or you're just starting out in a career, or maybe you're even retiring and you're you're struggling to find a way to feel motivated and excited about your days. No matter what stage of life you're in, you can certainly use some of this information to understand what's going on in your brain and why it's causing you to uh, give up and quit and feel so bad about good choices. So I want to share with you my story and how I kind of stumbled upon this idea and what I learned and how I was able to overcome some of my own personal struggles and actually follow through with a lot of my own personal goals and commitments. And once you hear my story, you'll be able to see how some of those things can apply to your life. And going forward, we can talk about some of the tools and techniques that you can start to apply to your day to day based on your own needs and goals and how that can help you to achieve whatever it is you're after. So over the course of about a year and a half, I really watched my entire life kind of fall apart. I went through a marriage breakdown. I watched as my my health began to deteriorate and I couldn't really get to the bottom of what was going on. I felt like I had no energy, was barely able to get out of bed and, and do a little bit more work than for an hour without feeling like I was gonna collapse. At the same time, I was forced to move to a new city where I didn't really know anybody and I didn't really have any friends. And over the course of time, I began to feel very alone and very depressed. For any of you that have dealt with depression, whether it's severe or minor depressive symptoms, you'll know that typically some of the symptoms will be exhaustion, lack of motivation, lack of excitement. And it makes it really difficult when you're dealing with depression to focus on on achieving any kind of goals to to make positive changes but deep down you know that the best way out of depression 
a lot of the time are making those simple changes to your your day-to-day and your routines, eating healthier, getting better sleep, exercising more, all can have a really positive impact on your depression. But at the same time, all my depression and all of these external life circumstances were causing me to make it far more difficult to find the motivation and energy to find the excitement to drive me to meet my goals and make those positive changes that I needed. So it was kind of like this vicious cycle that my problems were preventing me from changing, which would make the problems worse and so on and so forth. And it got to this point where at some point I just wanted to throw up my hands and say, what's wrong with me, right? Uh, I started going to the doctor, making visits fairly often and ruling one thing out after another after another and trying to get to the bottom of of what else is going on other than my external life circumstances that is causing me to feel so unmotivated and tired all the time. And we got uh, tests after tests done. And every time I get a test result back, it would basically say, there's nothing wrong with you. Your your heart is perfectly fine. I had x-rays done and all of my bones look great. I was dealing with a lot of back pain and they were telling me, yeah, everything looks great. And I had MRIs done and that was all positive and blood work came back and that was all positive. And it was strange for me because as I was dealing with my life circumstances and I was beginning to feel more positive about how things were going, I find my energy levels were going lower and lower. And so I'm going, I feel like I'm more positive in my thinking, but my body is not responding the same way. And so when I would try to lose weight, eat healthier, exercise more, get better sleep and all those things, I would always find myself quitting because I would feel so terrible and so tired that I would just cave and I would end up back at a McDonald's drive-thru or often I would take my, my kids to the mall and we'd eat at the food court and typically all the food there is not good for you. And that would cause me to go back to my bad habits and feel terrible about going back to my bad habits, right? And so I got fed up and I decided to start figuring this out, doing my own personal research. And I came upon some really simple ideas. So one day I had picked up a diet that was really working for me. Uh, I had been doing intermittent fasting and basically cutting out sugar and focusing on eating certain foods and things were going well. But one morning when I was out driving, I had just dropped my kids off and I had a little bit of time before I had to commute to work. And I found myself a little bored and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. And all of a sudden I got this overwhelming urge just to drive to McDonald's and buy all the terrible things on the menu. And I remember sitting in my car, talking to myself, saying, you know what? I'm not really hungry. I don't feel hungry. I know if I eat this food, it's going to make me feel bad. And I'm going to spend a bunch of money on a McDonald's meal that I don't really want to buy. And so there was no real benefit to me going to McDonald's. I would break my diet and that would make me feel terrible. So I'm not going to go to McDonald's. And as I started to tell myself that over and over again, right? I'm not going to go to McDonald's. I'm not going to go to McDonald's. I started to feel really, really terrible. And so even though I was trying to make some really strong, positive choice, I didn't feel at all good about it. And the more I resisted it, the worse I felt. And I just remember sitting in the car going like, there's no way 
I'm not going to cave. And the second I started to entertain the idea of going to McDonald's, it started to feel really good. And so I was sitting in my car just struggling and battling with this idea and going, there's, there's no way if I feel this bad that I'm going to make it. I felt so bad that I really began to believe either I go to McDonald's or I'm going to die. And it was so irrational, but that's really how I felt. I remember sitting in the car and really starting to write this down and saying, this is how bad I feel. And I, I was able to kind of, through some willpower, convince myself not to go to McDonald's. But I made a note that day, at some point, if I continue to feel this bad, I won't make it. There's just no way. I might have made it this day, but the next time this happens, the time after that, I just, I'm not going to make it. And so how can I get through, you know, whether it's the 45 to 90 days that it typically takes to kind of beat a habit get it you know out of your brain how can I get through that time frame without quitting because the second you you give in once you got to start back from day one again and so you you can't just go and make the mistake once and be like oh it was just that one time typically what will happen is that the habit will begin to come back and it might be once this week and then twice next week and then next thing you know you're right back into your regular routine and your diet is totally out the window. So the next day I did a little bit of research and I kind of came up with an idea. And so then the next day when I was feeling that same urge again, and I was feeling really bad about trying to not go to McDonald's, I decided to do something different other than just to say to myself, I'm not gonna go to McDonald's because I knew that wasn't working. So I actually went to McDonald's and I bought a black coffee, which is okay for my diet. And just going to McDonald's started to make me feel better. But I, instead of thinking about buying the whole menu at McDonald's, which was what my brain was telling me I needed to do, I convinced it of another idea. Well, what if we go to McDonald's and do something else that's gonna make me feel good? And so therefore I can make a good decision and feel good about it that will distract me away from the fact that I'm making a good decision that's gonna make me feel bad. So when I got to McDonald's, I bought my black coffee and I asked the attendant at the window if I could buy and pay for whatever the guy behind me was buying. Now, fortunately, he just got a coffee as well. So I ended up buying two coffees, which was a lot less than if I had bought the breakfast combo for myself. And so I actually, you know, spent less money doing this good habit than than spending the money doing my bad habit. And afterwards, I noticed that I felt really good because I did something that releases some of the happy chemicals in your brain. And generosity has a very powerful effect because it can trigger a lot of your happy chemicals. It can release uh, dopamine, which makes you feel good for making an achievement. So kind of doing something new really shot up that dopamine level. And at first I was very nervous about, it was strange, just kind of buying somebody else a coffee and then completing the task kind of made me feel good. And it released serotonin because it made me feel good about myself doing something generous, right? The idea of altruism, kind of this idea that I'm, I'm, I'm a better person and I'm doing something good for society. And, and it made me feel good about achieving what I set out to achieve, right? I'm continuing, I didn't buy that McDonald's breakfast, I bought my coffee. 
And it also released oxytocin, which is the happy chemical that makes you feel good about others. And so being generous and doing something good for others makes you feel positive about the people in the world. And so all those happy chemicals basically got triggered, which is very similar to what happens when you indulge in your bad behavior. It releases a lot of those happy chemicals. That's your brain telling you that you're getting what you need. Right? It'll release dopamine because it, you're, you're covering your basic needs. You're going to the place where the food is the best in your brain's mind. And so I was able to instead do a different action that caused my brain to release those happy chemicals. And for the rest of the day, I felt great. I didn't think about McDonald's at all. It really just was that simple. Now, knowing this, I'm going, okay, well, I can, every time I feel an urge to go to McDonald's specifically or the mall and, and eat something at the food court in my typical places, um, I decided this would be a great technique that I can, that I can do instead that will help me feel good and overcome those urges in those moments. And I love the idea that at the same time, I was being generous and making somebody else's day. It was kind of a beautiful thing. At first you kind of think, well, I'm just doing this to feel good. And that's kind of true. But at the same time, I'm making a good decision instead of a bad decision. If the choice is between buying the breakfast sandwich combo at McDonald's, which is gonna make me feel terrible, or doing something good for somebody else, I'm making the decision to do something good for somebody else, knowing that it's going to get me through the day and help me to overcome my own bad habits. And so it was like the perfect solution in my mind. Now, I know deep down that eventually, if I only ever use this one trick and this one tool over and over and over again, it will begin to lose its effectiveness. And you'll discover the same thing, that you might already have a couple tools and tricks in your in your belt that, you know, when I start to feel bad, I do this. Maybe you're trying to quit your diet, so when you're feeling low, you'll go for a walk. And you find that helps. Or maybe you'll go have a nice relaxing bath when you're stressed, and you find that really helps. And these are some really awesome, helpful tools, but they can't be your only tools because what happens is every time you go to them, they become a little less effective, especially if you're doing them very often. And that's why sometimes when you do something like your goal is exercising, at first, those that first week or two, you're really into it because it actually makes you feel a little better. But over time, the good feelings get lower and the bad feelings of not doing your bad habits begin to rise. So you got to have a whole pile of these tools so that you can go to different techniques and use different methods to trigger the happy chemicals in your brain so that you can feel good while changing a habit from a bad habit to a good habit. So what I want to do with this podcast is slowly reveal to you all of the information about why this really happens to us. I want to talk about all of the different problem areas in life and what those kind of relate to and then provide a whole pile of tools that you can start to implement in your own life that will help you depending on what problem you're dealing with. Because all these tools will work for some people 
and some will work for others, but not all of these tools are going to work for you. And that might be really frustrating at first, but once you start to realize that you're like, well, it's very easy for me to, some of these are going to be very obvious because my life situations just won't work. Other ones you might think are a good idea, you try them and they just don't work for you. But what you can start to do is start to kind of keep a log of which ones are effective, which ones are less effective, and start to build a list. And so as you change one habit, you can use these tools. It will also help you with the next bad habit. And what I want to help you create is this snowball effect of where you begin to make one positive change, which helps you make the next positive change. And next thing you know, you're just rolling. And for some of you that are really, really like me, you're just, there's so many problem areas in your life that you're just like, I want to get a hold of all these things. You'll start to notice that at first, you know, you're crawling and then you begin to walk and then you begin to sprint. And next thing you know, you're, you're running a marathon on making positive changes in your life. And so when you see these people online or you see people on TV or you're reading these books and you're going, how are these people able to do so much with their life? How do, where do they find the motivation and the energy to accomplish so much? You'll be able to start to recognize that they have just as much time as you have in their week, but they're able to get such productivity. They're able to motivate themselves. They find the energy to achieve whatever it is they set out to achieve and they're able to overcome whatever obstacles thrown their way because they have these tools and tricks that help them to feel good even when the results are bad and that helps keep them going no matter what your goals no matter what you're trying to achieve in your life these things can help to keep you on track to make those accomplishments and meet those goals so check out our next episode. I'm going to start talking about some of the simplest core problems. And, and let's figure out maybe what our problems are before we start trying to tackle and find some solutions. And I'm going to go through with you so that we can start to identify exactly what it is, whether we're trying to lose weight or exercise more, what the underlying problem is, and what our brain is doing that causes this problem and finding some simple solutions to tackle these underlying problems. Thanks for joining me. Join us next time.